Made on Zencaster. Cirque at the Owls, words of wisdom. Man who abused his computer gets bad bites. Welcome back to another episode, another high-octane episode of Zero to Hero. I'd like to give you a warm welcome back. As y'all know, this month is August, and they and we are currently at now 28 years of Power Rangers being on the air. And now that Hasbro has the toy line, they have dubbed August Power Month and are doing super cool releases almost every day for the whole entire month. So... As of week one, they did a couple toy reveals, and honestly, pretty cool. We want to keep the ball rolling on that. We want to go talk. We want to talk about a couple seasons today, about some super cool crossovers, uh, team ups. We want to go into a little bit of the Boom Comic Studio with the TMT crossover with the Power Rangers, and uh, give a little insight of why why they are releasing the toys uh, off the comics. And uh, returning guest today is going to be none other than my brother Jim and also the owner of Headset Radio. And uh, what's going on over there, Jim? Oh, you know, it's nothing but work, work, more work. And I uh, mentioned some work, but you know. Oh, yeah. That's that's life nowadays. Yeah, Yeah. Tax, 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 and then even more tax. You work, you get taxed, and you go to sleep. That's what it is. That's what it is. What I am happy <laughs> to be here is I like All talking right. about this kind of stuff. Nerd. Oh, I know what I am. Calm down. All right. <laughs> Nerd. So. Oh, thanks. Great. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you. <laughs> so as as a, I don't know if you saw the reveals, but basically I think I I sent the the screenshots to you of the reveals as they were released at like noon every day. You Um, blew my phone up every day about it. Just blowing like six messages, easily six messages per release. I had to get the word out here, buddy. It was, I was in a meeting and my phone was going nuts. I was like, well, this is going to be a thing. (laughs) <laughs> I looked down, I was like, I hope someone died. Oh, oh, release for toys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, my wallet just died. That's what that is. I, pre-order, I, I pre-order, message, pre-order. I messaged you back going, well, there goes my holiday savings. We're not going yeah. on a vacation, honey. <laughs> yeah, we're not We're not having a Christmas this year. <laughs> we're not having a Christmas. <laughs> like, we're not celebrating any kind of holiday this year, honey. <laughs> yeah, because it's all about the pre-orders. Today's episode, what do you think? Like, we got a couple, I mean, first couple seasons we can go through and and uh, talk about the, the, the team-ups and the, the crossovers, which, you know, I I liked them, you know. Oh, the whole motif behind the team-ups was, you know, to show off all the suits and everything. And, you know, the, you got the right. original team-up, if you want to really get into it, which was... Tommy get the White Ranger powers because that was from a different series. Uh, Die oh Ranger. yes, that was. Yeah, yes. but the helmet and the suit looked close enough to the original Z Ranger suits, so they could kind of right. mix it and it was fine. Right. 
Uh, I mean, another crossover they said was the Alien Rangers, but I really don't picture that as a crossover because that was that was supposed to be an actual season, but they had to, I guess, cram it in. Yeah, that was his like, own little season for itself. But man, yeah, like what ten episodes? I think it was. I think I think so. Uh, what, what were the people they were gonna call the uh, Aqu- Aquanauts or something? Aquatar, uh, Aquatarians, or they're from Aquatar. Aquatar- and they were Aqu- Aquarians. No, Aquatarians. They sounded ridiculous. That's what it was. They yes. Sounded terrible. They literally sounded like they were underwater the entire time. That like, I get the motif behind that, but no. <laughs> Let's not do yeah. that again. That that hurt my that hurt my hearing. Yeah. The like, the the constant gestures they were doing, the twitching and stuff was very cringeworthy. I mean as kids, you know, that was we didn't think nothing about it, but now that we rewatch it, it's a little cringy. As an adult <laughs> you're like, um how Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get where you're going oh, with man. that, but stop it. Yeah, man. So, I mean, uh, I guess, like, the first the first season that we really watched with the crossover, I guess, was, like, the MMPR. Uh, and we did a, watch a little bit of Mask Rider 2. Oh, my God. And uh, it, was pretty, it was pretty cool to see that the Mask Rider and, uh, well, yeah, they ba- basically teamed up. Like, they went to the planet. And, um, uh, yeah, they went to, I, uh, they went to Alpha's home planet, I think it was. Yeah, Alpha's, Alpha's planet, yeah. Alpha's home yep. planet, met the mask writer, which was Prince Dex. Yeah, Prince, Prince Dex, Dex, and, uh, the planet was actually Adoni. Adoni? Adoni? Uh, Adoni? A something. Well, I remember I got blown up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, into the, I think it was, like, what, two episodes? Two episodes of the crossover. Sword of Light to transfer the powers over during the, uh, the pay dispute. Between the, uh, no, that was, that was after that. So they're getting the sort of light for something. But they needed that, and they got out of there as Serpentera blew it all up. And right, all oh, right. right. That was the first time we actually ever saw Serpentera, too. Right. right. Uh, what was the... No, no, we saw Serpentera a little bit before that. with uh, Because you had the, the Thunder Rangers, or the Thunder Megazords that fought Serpentera. Oh, wow. One yeah, time, yeah. and the, the big drawback is it runs off D batteries. No. <laughs> like I ran off these. The grandfather of Dax, Dex, was uh, actually the creator of uh, Alpha Five. Pretty cool. That's that's a nice little crossover bit. <laughs> right. Well, we're doing crossovers, so you know you got to kind of stick on the motif, right? Right, right. We can't really get into the new stuff that's coming out. <laughs> Oh no, but yeah, that was a uh, pretty cool to see as a kid to see two different genres of uh, TV shows get together. Yeah, because Mask Rider, like they they were trying to Saban was trying to get another show like Power Rangers going, and so they had Mask Rider, and uh, that was only one of the other Saban series Power Ranger knockoffs that crossover Power Rangers. Uh, because oh. If you want to count the later season of TMNT, but not right now. That was the first one we had, which was Mask Rider. And then Mask Rider, like, right after that, came to Earth, and he did his own thing for one season. A whole yes. one season. Yeah, and wasn't there another show that uh, kind of tried to do, like, a Power Rangers theme when it was, like, VR Troopers? Oh, yeah, VR Troopers. Jason, not Jason, Tommy was supposed to be the lead of that show. <laughs> but he was too oh, popular wow. in Power Rangers as the Green Ranger. Hence... So when he left for a little bit, that was when he was supposed to leave permanently and go do the other show. 
And oh yeah, but he he became a fan favorite, and they stuck him mm-hmm. on uh, as the Green Ranger. And now look at him, Jesus! Yeah. Like oh. twenty eight years later, he's only known as the Green Ranger. Yeah, right. Oh, man, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Life must be terrible. Uh, There's an interview with like uh, when the first movie came out. We're talking about. They're asking, like, what's the worst thing you have to deal with, like, as a priority? He's like, well, as a father, I have to deal with stepping on Legos. <laughs> oh, yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, Legos. Stepping on the middle of the night, no. You know, I mean, as in, like, so the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers were on for three seasons, and I think we only got one crossover with um, Mass Rider. I thought we had at least had two. Well, that's the only way we know, had was Mass Rider. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, but I think that's all we had for at that time in the 90s. Yeah, is that the Alien Rangers aren't really a crossover to 3.5 series. But right. they did have a crossover later on with Zeo, right? Yes, they did. Uh not for very long. It was probably like half an episode or 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 like just a fight scene. It's two episodes, man. Yeah, I know there's two episodes to it, but they were only like they only showed up to fight like in one of the episodes. Yeah, they only showed up at but into the second episode. <laughs> Didn't like the really story behind it because you know we kind of like lost Billy, um, that you know, thing, as the character. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing behind behind the scenes what happened with him was just rough. Like I yeah. do not blame him for leaving the show at all. I get what happened. That was really really shitty of the whole yeah. situation. And I I like how he has actually come out about it and and give some insight of what happened. He said still to this day he's never seen those episodes. He's never finished Zio. Oh, uh, dude, I wouldn't crazy. blame him at all, man. That was a rough moment in his life. Like that was really bad. And yeah. he's such a nice guy too, and I feel really, really bad. It's it's a series that a lot of people love, and you have, you know, this dark part, dark history of abuse, and everything else behind the scenes with him in particular. It just right. Sucks. Yeah. And I, I just hated how they got rid of him on the TV show because, like, at, at one point, it just wasn't even him talking. It was, like, some other guy. Yeah, some other dude talking, that they and then they tried to voice over with some old clips, too, and it, it did not work. But yeah. they, they had to run because they, he left. David Yost yeah. left, and they had to write him off. They had the to series. write him out. Yeah, and I think they, they just had to rush the write-off. And to this day, I kind of think that the Zeo crossover is, like, one of my... Not most not fate, most terrible ones. I should say. I was going for unfavorite. Like who says unfavorite. <laughs> non favorite. Non favorite. It's yeah. like one of my Least most terrible favorite. crossovers. Least favorite. Yeah. Like don't get me wrong. The fight scenes are really cool, but like the behind the scenes stuff just ruins the whole thing. It ruined the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I did not like it. And the voices for the Aquatarian Rangers is just, ouch. Yes. Ouch. The entire time. But yeah, though, yeah. David Yost deserves all the respect for what he dealt with, and I really hope he's okay. He seems like yeah. he's okay, and he did a whole thing with the No Hate campaign and stuff like that, which is a really cool campaign. If you look it up, it's called No Hate, and he was a Gold Ranger for that, which is kind of cool. Like, they made a Gold Ranger suit that had No Hate across it. It's kind of cool. Wow, yeah. I like how they uh, he, he I like how he has stuck with the whole for the fans. Like he'll go to cons and stuff, and oh yeah, because you know, the fans is grim over Saban. 
Yeah, Saban did. Saban, uh, the production studio screwed him over. The fans love him. Like, and heck. he also starred in some some uh, fan-made films, too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a bunch. He's really open with the fans and everything else, and I, I thoroughly enjoy the fact he's such a likable guy, and he, he's always working with the fans and doing stuff with them, and he's promoting things, and ah, just decent human being. Like this, I love the Steve. Love that he's still around, though. Right. You know, oh, with the with the Power Rangers theme. And well, the next um, the next series that had really had crossovers was the In Space. They kind of like skipped over the whole uh, Turbo. Tur- Turbo had no crossovers at all, none because Turbo was terrible. I, the production behind Turbo was iffy, like. Half the crew, half the people who wrote for this show wanted to be dark. And the other half wanted to be lighthearted. Because they were going off of Car Ranger. Yeah, Car Ranger. And the Car Ranger was a joke series. And it was great over in Japan, but over here, they either wanted it as a lighthearted show or a really dark show. And they they couldn't figure out what they wanted with it because they they changed uh, production, not production, but they changed... uh, writers like head writers half with the show and so they didn't know how, how to handle it and it just kind of we got what we got poor writing quality uh because it, well you know turbo got off the movie and then they had different writers uh and then they this was right and they were trying to do the uh the ranger switch as well because they even told jason david frank tommy that he only had like 15 episodes he had to do and he just, he was done. All the main cast were just done with the show for right, right then because they wanted to do other projects. And so they were done. And so and the writers had different ideas and it was a big clash. And we got the show we got. And then you got to In Space, which had the most crossovers up to that point. But they had a, a very great writing staff who was like, oh, this is our last series we're ever going to do. We're going to go all out. We're going to have a great time with this. And yeah. I'm happy they gave us TJ. TJ was a great character. Yeah. Carlos was a great character. Cassie was fantastic. I do love Carlos, though. Yeah. Carlos was probably one of my favorite in that one. Because, you know, he transitioned to in space, and he was really good in space as well. Yeah, same with TJ. TJ and uh, Carlos both transitioned, and Cassie and Ashley all transitioned over. Justin stayed as in, in Turbo on Earth. Um, he was actually supposed to go, originally he was supposed to go, with the Turbo Rangers, but they decided against it because he's the only one of that set of Rangers who still had a family that was known of in the show. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so the like, would you think that they would that he uh, recruited a new Turbo team for that that area or? Well, I think the Turbo Rangers, uh, the Turbo was destroyed with the t- the the Turbo the Turbo Zords. Like, I know there's a fan theory that the Zeo Crystals created the Turbo Ranger powers, but if you the next crossover we're going to talk about will be in a little bit. We're going to talk about the uh, uh, Blue Ranger crossover in, t- with, in space, and it's Mountain Blaster. Not Mountain Blaster. You're right. That's right. Not Mountain Blaster. No, the the car's name. Not Mountain Blaster. The, the, the other car. Uh, oh, the Jeep one? Yeah, yeah, the Jeep. The Jeep had the uh, the morpher in it. Like, he had a spare morpher. It had a spare morpher. And 
the other the other ones didn't have a spare, you know. So I think the power was linked to the the Jeep. It wasn't linked to anything else. That's what I think happened. Oh. Uh, okay. It's very complicated. But I, I, I think that there was no there's no longer any other Turbo Rangers but just in the blue Turbo Ranger. That's it. Because it's it was the last the one. Car. Yeah. Right. Wow. Ooh, deep, right? That was deep. But yeah, so when the the Rangers lost their powers as the Turbo Rangers, they went in space. They went in space with uh the power just equivalent to NASA because Zordon apparently was in contact with them to just create a space shuttle that fits its stupid Astro Megazord. Which makes no damn sense. <laughs> so like they're and shoot like, these oh, people Oh, yeah, no, this big blue fo- floating head talking about shooting these teenagers into space. All right, let's shoot some teenagers into space. Uh, let's oh, do yeah, it. Oh, yeah, let's go <laughs> shoot teenagers into space, yeah, in a robot. <laughs> in a robot. Yeah, and just so happened that Andros was flying yeah, by. Just so, just so what happened is that Andros was flying by. I don't even know, like, did they even end up on the moon? Where did they end up at? I have no idea. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you now. Not the moon, because uh, with <laughs> how power just works is in the TV show, the moon has air. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. And, and gravity. Normal, like Earth, Earth gravity. gravity. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they end up somewhere. The Andros mm-hmm. showed up, and Andros, and this is when TJ stepped down from the Red Ranger uh, as a Ranger to become the Blue Ranger, which sets us up for transition from the Blue Ranger to the fact that he meets TJ meets Justin as the Blue Ranger in that crossover episode with Justin, which is a great episode. Oh wow! Okay, didn't even think about that because now TJ was the Red Ranger in Turbo. Now he's the Blue, meeting Justin as the Blue Turbo. And wow, okay, I didn't even think about yeah, that. It's a great little <laughs> crossover episode. They they brought Justin back, Blake Foster brought brought him back. Uh, they showed him off. It was a great little crossover. Like they showed him off. They had a little bit of fun. Both teams got a little bit out of it. There was no like one person's gonna win, one person's gonna lose. They had a lot of fun. And uh, Blake, like Blake, the guy who played Justin, looked like he was having a great time. And it had a great moment where Blake was like, "Oh hey, the Blue Blue Ranger, who are you?" He's like, "Oh, it's me, TJ." He's like, "Wait, I'm the Blue Ranger." Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I was gonna say uh, before the that uh, crossover with Justin, uh, we were introduced to the team of T. Uh, what is it? The New Age Turtles, the mu- Nick's mutation. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I now, give them props. the 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 suits looked really cool, like the 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 actor suits for yes. the team and T. Uh, Donatello is still my favorite. Uh, yeah. Actually, fun fact about that too is uh, that was the first ever time that they introduced a female uh, turtle. Venus in that, oh, yeah, man. yeah. I remember her. She was a uh, no, <laughs> a hard no. But yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, Venus got introduced, and it was that whole show. It ran for two seasons. It was, eh, like. Saban was trying to hit, have another hit like Power Rangers, like they did with Power Rangers, because Power Rangers is a huge cash cow. Like, they were trying to get into it, and they were to write it, and it was like, okay, cool, fair enough. But, yeah, they introduced it, and 
they made it to where the fact that the Power Rangers and the TMNT share the same universe, which that's is, what I didn't really understand. Yeah, yeah I'm like, like they wait, they shouldn't share the same universe, but apparently they do. And Astronomer took their brains over, and they they hijacked Asher Mega Ship, which is kind of funny. Yeah, and like what was it when they first saw each other? Was like wait. I thought the Power Rangers was just a uh, a myth, like in a comic book and stuff, and I, I then they yeah, I, vice I get, versa. I don't get why this is a thing in the Power Rangers series is the fact that no one believes other Power Rangers existed, even though there's been multiple news stories about this. Exactly. Multiple news stories and all the other stuff talking about how the Power Rangers saved the day, and there's giant mechas fighting giant monsters. What? Like uh, how does even, not. How does no other team find out? <laughs> There's, you know, six kids in Angel Grove fighting things in California. You know, California's a big thing out there, and everyone talks about crap out there. How does it not reach the other side of the country? Like, I know they're right. in California, but come on. Like, New like, York's what, at least what? have an idea what's going on. Yeah. Like, how does that not get out? You know, giant robots fighting, destroying things. Come on. <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, how, how do they not see things getting destroyed and go, oh, hey, oh, I wonder what's happening over there. <laughs> They're not getting destroyed? Oh, no. But they do answer this actually in the comics, which is great. Oh, thank you, Boom Studios, for making good comics. They don't answer yeah. it, it's more of a, the turtles don't have real, like, they don't really care. It's not their biggest problem, so they're not going to give two flying anything. About the Power Rangers, because that's not their problem. Their problem is Shredder. And and that. the Foot Clan. And the Foot Soldiers. The Foot Soldiers of the Foot Clan. The Foot. The Foot. foot. Well, the Power Rangers don't know they go to the TMNT because April O'Neil keeps their stuff under wraps with the news. So they don't really have any idea about each other, but Master Splinter knows about the Power Rangers because, you know, Master Splinter knows everything. All right. He's Master Splinter, and he's a wide old sage. Who was played by uh, Mako, Mako in uh, the original sh- like movies? I think Mako, who was the voice actor of Uncle Iroh in the first three seasons of Avatar. Well, oh, first two that... and a half seasons of okay. Avatar. Okay, right. Yeah. Oh he, wow. Yeah, Uncle Iroh. Like he's <sighs> bringing a tear in my eye. Iroh, I love you. Oh, more Uncle Iroh, we need more. We don't have enough. We need more Get food. a hold of yourself, buddy. No, I will not. I will sit here and cry. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> and we're back from our commercial break. The bitch stopped crying. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, he, yeah, he was. He was it, yeah. Uh, oh, man. No, he died before his death. He was going to be the voice of Splinter in the new series that they were going on with. Oh, that's rough. Oh, man. Okay. That sucks. Ouch. He's a really, really good voice actor. He he brought a lot of life to uh, Uncle Iroh. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he was going to be the voice of Splinter in the new movie. The movie or new series they were working on. 
Right. But that, oh, wow. He died during the, like, right before they made the announcement. And uh, he died halfway between season t- uh, season three of uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. And that three-part episode in that that series was the tribute to him. Where, you know, the Soldier Boy episode. Well, at least you know about that, because I never watched Avatar. Oh, I think you would thoroughly enjoy it. If you liked if you liked Power Rangers, you like Gundam and everything else, I think you would love Avatar. And oh, wow. it's a great little series. Core uh, is a good series, too. But Avatar is short and sweet, to the point, you'll enjoy it. I, I recommend okay. it to anyone who, who likes anime or animation and likes good stories. Because it's a great well, story, great animation. It's, it's, it's good. You'll like it. Well, maybe I'll, I'll fit it into my schedule of things to watch. Okay, you know. but... Okay, so... That tangent went on for a while. That tangent was on there for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so. The next the, the next one, and I think my personal favorite crossover in the in space was always a chance with the MMPR Black showing up. Oh, or, yeah. Or Adam. Adam. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was, like, that. my favorite. Oh, that was a yeah. rough episode, too, because Carlos, uh, Carlos hurt Cassie, uh, and then he has doubts of being the Black Ranger. He has doubts of being a Power Ranger, and that's hard because... That's the first time you see any kind of PTSD in the series. Because it's the yes. only time you ever see like the Ranger actually breaking down about the issues of hurting his friend. And let's well, it's not the first time it ever happened, but it's the first time you see a Ranger having an issue with it. Yeah. I mean, even my uh even my little work desk here has uh has the lightning collection in space and MMPR black pose together because I mean, geez, I always like, I just love the whole fight scenes with them together. Oh, that, that whole fight scene was awesome, and and, it, the, and then the how he combo. just like the suit combos, the the morphing with the broken morpher, oh, just loved man. it. Johnny Young Bosch came back for it, and he did a great job, and like so it was the first time one of the Rangers wanted to give up his powers to an old Ranger. Yes, exactly. Fear yeah. hurting somebody, and it was like what. Like I said, it was it was when uh it was in space, so it was a really really hard series. Like it was their last big hurrah, and they wanted to go all out, and they wanted to show a little more depth to the characters. And Carlos got a lot of depth with that, and so did TJ. Uh, in a different episode with the uh, Psycho Rangers, but Carlos got a great character insight with Adam. I think it. I mean, like you told me it before, like it was our last season, basically. Like Saban said, "Hey, this is it." Uh, I think that's probably why they went all out on these character developments throughout the season. Yeah, Cassie, Ashley, Andros, they all got great character development. But yeah, this crossover was fantastic because it had Johnny Young Bosch come back. Uh, you, you had some trauma. You had you know, trauma. You had you had issues with the Rangers. You had a Ranger getting hurt. You had conflict. You had, uh, heck, Adam almost died. Alpha Alpha five, Alpha Six is like, oh, if you use that morpher, you could die because you it's could die, no yeah. longer stable. It's no, it's cracked. It's no longer you don't longer have a stable connection to the morphing grid. And up to this point, you know, you've heard a little bit about the morphing grid, and you know, later on in the series, you see more about the morphing grid and how it's actually very powerful and very could kill people. Like it, it could it could yeah. change a robot to a human. Make that Oh, it happen. sure enough did. Yeah, yeah it sure did. Make that happen. Like, it could do so many things. And he, 
Alpha 6 is like, yo, man, you can't use this because it can kill you because the, the Morpher Grid is that powerful and it's unstable. The reason why we used the Morpher and the, the coin was the fact it was stable and Ninja made them be, to be stable. Yeah, I liked it. That was like my favorite. Yeah, that, that crossover was fantastic. I loved it. It was really cool. Adam and Carlos back together because the last time you saw them together was uh, the big attack in like halfway through season of Turbo, halfway through the season of Turbo. You get that big attack they had going on, and Carlos was helping people get out while Adam was morphed, and he was yeah. like, "Oh, cool, this guy can replace me." Yeah, that's when that that was the episode when they found their replacements. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was hanging over a pit. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, oh, that wow. worked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of like speaking of all that, I mean, besides that, I mean, that's that's I mean that's like one of my favorites, and then. I don't counter know. Destruction was the last one for the the yeah. this counter destruction was so cool because you. Had... I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that because they actually exposed who they were to the to the people. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time the Rangers actually exposed themselves as Rangers to a group of people in the entire series. And it and, was... didn't, and didn't Bulk and Skull get into that too to like Bulk stand and up? And... Yeah, Bulk and Skull had their biggest character arc moment of the entire series up to that point. Yeah. Where when they actually like, stood I'm up. a ranger. And then everyone around them was like, I'm a ranger too. Uh, to yeah. protect them. And that was so cool because up to that point, the rangers were getting gratitude-ish. Like they were getting some gratitude here and there. But there was never really spoken to them. So up to that point... They never actually had people be like, thank you for saving our lives. It just became a thing. And at that point, the Rangers stood, like, the people stood up for the Rangers. It was amazing. It was, like, one of the best. I like the ending, so that was a nice ending. You know, they had to go out on a bang. And that was that was pretty good. I say that only, was really good. The only thing I have a problem with is uh, the miracle tear. Uh, the miracle tear of Andrus curing Astronema of all her evilness by a tear. But, you know, oh. KL35, you don't really know what their biology is like. It's similar to humans, yes. but not really similar that much. Uh, oh, yeah. and also, like, he destroyed Zordon, too, right? That was, yep, yeah, that's when we lost Rita, we lost Zed, we lost the the Machine Empire. Oh, the Machine Empire was bananas. They were <laughs> they were scary. And then we lost, uh, we, yeah, we destroyed all evil in the in the universe up to that point. Like, all known evil. And yeah, so, to that point. Yeah, so we, we had Lost Galaxy and everything else after that. But it was, it showed all evil. we lost Zed. Zed, the scariest the scariest dude there was. Yeah. Zed was so scary. Uh, there was, like, parents wrote in about how scary Zed was. And so then they toned him down and they married him to Rita. No. Yeah, that's why I got married to Rita, yeah. because he was too scary. He was too scary by himself. By himself, he was too terrifying. And so Rita dumped him down. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. They, yeah, they had to make him more family-friendly compared to what he was. Because, what, he opened up, just wa- like waltzed into the command center and was like, surrender or we die. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Like, I own you now. Bye. Anyway. Didn't like, they actually just release a comic, like, this week uh, about, like, uh, Zed's backstory? Yeah, but I don't want to get too many spoilers because I don't know if everyone's read the comics yet. But there's a lot of really yeah. cool Zed backstory in the comics, and I did not see it coming. It was awesome. 
and I'm not going to say anything I, else. I, that's it. I gotta, I gotta read it myself because I was actually interested in when I saw it, when I heard about that, I was like, oh wow, okay, I gotta add it to my comic list of to read. Oh, uh, it was good. Uh, <laughs> it's very, very good, and that's what I'm gonna say about it because I don't want to spoil it for anyone because it was fantastic, and I recommend the comics because oh, wow. the comics are really good. Oh wow. Now, like speaking of comics, I mean, uh. This last week uh, in August, uh, the first week in August, they actually, uh, Hasbro came out with the uh, TMNT Lightning Collection crossovers based off their comic uh, counterpart. Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, the TMNT with April O'Neil and Shredder as the Green Ranger. Yes, and that was foot soldier. amazing. Oh, man, that was cool, yeah. yeah. And, that... and the, even the comic was pretty good itself, too. I liked how Shredder kind of basically hacked the Green Power Ranger coin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shredder yeah, acted and, and, like, bent it to his will. Shredder yeah, like terrifying. Especially as a Green Ranger. That was horrible. And then he works with Rita, too, only until, like, they get what they want, then he'll, like, destroy Rita. <laughs> what freaked me out was I knew TMNT was a dark series. I've always known it was a dark series, and it's always, it's always been dark. I know I've said it, like, three times now, but it's a very emotionally not emotionally hurting but like physically like oh wow why what so like they change foot soldiers like the elite clan uh foot clan they make them into putties no the humans into putties they convert the humans oh that that's right they did that happens and like they the foot clan sacrifices people to make them the putties what (laughs) like up to that point and then they yeah, up to that point, like the Boom Studios done some crazy shit. Like, they've gone through and they've made putties that look like humans and putties who act like humans, who think they're humans, who become putties. And that was creepy up to that point. But this is the first time it was humans to become putties. Yeah. Oh. Now is that is that now that's the reason why Tommy infiltrated the Foot Clan, right? Was to save uh, Tyler from becoming one of those, right? Yeah, uh, his uh, or uh, or so was he, it just like? So Tyler's adopted or adopted family reached out to tell yes. me about the fact that Tyler was no longer in contact with them and that he was now, getting was into it, some weird stuff. Tommy and Tyler were in the same orphanage home, right? Yeah, this is actually when I found out. Well, I, I should have known this before, but I, this is yeah. where you find out that Tommy was adopted. Yeah, I, that's and, the first time I ever knew about that, too. And that's why he has a brother. He's an American Indian brother, which makes total sense. Uh, but... Yeah, it's like in Zio, you find out Tommy has a brother, and he's not related to him. Like, he's not in his family. He's in his family, he's not in his home family, so it's his actual blood brother. So Tommy was adopted, and you find that on Zio. And this just confirms it more. You get better confirmation, more of Tommy's backstory, which he was an orphan, which makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense, yeah. And uh, it's pretty cool how he did like that. He infiltrated the system just to try and save... Tyler, but then, but Tyler was too, too far gone by then, to actually, to yeah. to go with, t- uh, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, he would he he betrayed Tommy, and got Shredder the the Green Ranger, power coin and the Morpher, and so that's how Shredder got the powers, is the fact that his buddy Tyler betrayed him, and so you get to the you get to the actual like not ending but like the near the last big fight, where Tommy's trying to save t- Tyler. Uh, Tyler again, 
by defending him against these super elite putty foot soldiers. And Tyler's like, oh, hey, these people are attacking us too, the elites. Oh, no, what have I done? He's yeah. like, oh, he, he realizes that he he's just a sacrificial lamb. Like, he's just a number for them. He's yeah. not actually uh, yeah. a person. I think that's and when that, he found out that, yeah, you're yeah, right. That's, that's such a rough part. Like, when you realize that you're not actually considered a person when you're in a cult. Oh, man. And it's harder for the person that tells tells him that, too. Like, hey, you need to get out of here because, you know, like you said, you're just a number to them. You don't mean nothing. And then he sees it. Yeah, I think that yeah. hurts the more. That hurts. Yeah, that hurt him really bad. And you're like, oh, man. And so when, when they leave... Uh, like Tommy rescues him and all the other elite foot soldiers, but they all realize it too. Like they're just numbers. They're not. They're just warm bodies that are there to be sacrificed to whatever needs to be sacrificed to. Yeah, that's what it and was. That, the question is: so basically, in the first fight with Rita and uh, Shredder as the Green Ranger, it, Rita set like a spell or something or a field that wouldn't allow the the Rangers to morph, so they had to give up their coins to the turtles, right? Yeah, yeah, so, so okay, so there was this really cool thing in the original comics, original, but the original Boom comics, where there was, if you manipulate the morphing grid with the green chaos energy crystal, uh, you could make the other angels stop morphing. Oh, that explains that. That's where that's okay. from, yeah, that's what I'm thinking that's from. But they were changed in, with the monocle, like, they were changed in their DNA, so they couldn't morph, but I think it's more along the lines of the, the dragon crystal, or the dragon, the dragon sword power prevented them from morphing, them particularly the morphing, so they were like, well, we can't morph, but other people can, and so they gave... Other people can. Yeah, so they gave the turtles the morphing, uh, the, the morphers of the coins, and uh, they morphed, and <laughs> Donatello was the Black Ranger was awesome. I just like Donatello. Donatello is interesting to me. Yeah, I like how they had humor about it in the comic. We're like, do we get to choose our own colors? <laughs> it's like, um, it's like, why don't you lead Leonardo? Well, Raphael, you the one who chose, want to be a Red Ranger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like you're the one leading. I liked it, and then the the whole design too behind it. I love the design yeah. of the suits the on the got turtles and everything too, and it it, yeah, it adjusted to their bodies, which is really, really interesting because the whole concept behind the morphing was the fact that you were, uh, you, like, look at, look at Justin in Turbo. He went yeah. from a kid body to an adult body, like a teenage body, and so he could fight. But in the comics, he goes, they go from turtles to turtles with, you know, really cool suits on. Yeah, uh, what really sold it for me was the weapons. They, uh, their they weapons, the weapons ad- yeah. adapted. Yeah, I love that. That was cool. Nunchucks with daggers at the end of them? Yes. I mean, uh, was it uh, the Tyrannosword as a, as a, what are they called, size? Yeah, the Tyrannosword was two size. Yeah. Dude, that's so cool. And then uh, yeah. the uh, the power axe got an extension. Yeah, an extension. Yeah. That was, like, super cool. And then, and then uh, how April, April said that when she was a pink power ranger that like she knew nothing about martial arts or anything like that but apparently when she was shooting the bow like she knew everything how to shoot a bow yeah that actually goes back yeah. to the other comics it goes back to the uh year one comics which is really cool so in year one 
uh, your one series, the Rangers are learning how to use their powers. And the fact that... So, the um, Trini and J- uh, Jason go on an adventure... Ex- adventure? On an adventure. And you find out that the, the suits kind of put the bodies on autopilot. So, they could do all the cool stuff. They just... It kind of puts on autopilot to the train to do the cooler stuff. And so, like... Kimberly can shoot the bow, even though she's never had any bow practice either. And April O'Neil, and so and then driving the Megazord too. The the Megazord comes along with it. So, you know, you're in the suit. The suit will kind of guide you on how to control the Megazord. Not oh fully, wow, but just kind of point you in the right direction. And um, like okay, so there was a space fight with uh, just uh, Jason and Trini. There was a space fight. Uh, on a different planet, so not really a space fight, but a different planet fight, and you find out that the uh, the Ranger boots has rockets in them, so they can what? jet around. <laughs> it's really oh, cool. that's great. Yeah, yeah. So oh, wow. uh, this is this is the comic where Jason, I think it's comic seven or eight, where Jason and Trini switch powers, and so up to this point, Jason's had the Red Ranger power with the sword, and Trini's had the daggers. And the powers are completely different from each other. So Jason even comments on, like, oh, hey, I feel different, and these powers don't work how I think they would work. And Trini's like, yeah, these powers, like, you have more brute strength than, like, I had now have more brute strength than I had as a Yellow Ranger, and I'm less nimble. And so each, each Ranger has a different set of skills that come along with the, the suit, which I think is oh, wow. really cool. I am glad I'm asking you this because I am still new to the comics, so the I'm comics actually still are so I'm still interesting. New. Yeah, I need to I need to actually sit down and read these things because oh man, there's a they, lot of stuff that that they don't that are you know that I don't know that you know I only I've only watched TV series, so yeah. actually seeing the backstories of these things would would be pretty cool. Read the comics; the comics are fantastic and. Uh, I read those comics while I was in California. I was in, uh, I was right outside of, uh, I was right outside of uh, San Francisco. So I was, uh, what I want to say, I was like three hours away from uh, the the power center, uh, the 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 power center. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I got turned away last time. Uh, I was in, uh, I was in L.A. I went up to Simi Valley and went to go see if I can get over there, and they were closed because of COVID. And I was like, dang it. It was right at the oh, start wow. of COVID. I was like trying to sneak on the campus so I could look at it because it's the uh, the human human library of the uh, some campus, and I can't remember the campus name. But it was a it's a library on the campus. It's really cool. It's a really cool setup how it looks. And it's a library, and you're like, oh, a library? No, it's a power center. <laughs> well, I saw That's that they actually opened. Center, the- damn it. I saw they open that thing up for an Airbnb or something like that. Like multiple p- families can go in and stay there. Hold up, you said the Airbnb now. Oh no! <laughs> Hold up, we're going to California. Yeah. What do you think? Of, what do you think of the line when they when they uh, when I showed you the pictures of the releases of these uh, power uh, lightning collection? I am crossovers. really happy about it because I want to see more crossover stuff. I I want to. I want to see their interpretation of the comics. I want to see more comic stuff. Up to this point, the only two things we got for the comics is Lord Draken and uh, Ranger Slayer, which Ranger Slayer is really cool, by the way. If you don't know anything about her, she is baller. Right, I know a little bit about it, uh, of, of her. 
I am super excited about seeing more stuff in the comics. With the comic stuff, we're getting a little bit at a time. We're getting a little bit more, a little bit more. And they just had a little, a, a nice little arc for the Phantom Ranger. And we just got the toy. Like, we're getting, we're getting the lightning figure for the Phantom Ranger. And I'm like, yes! Keep it in continuity. Come on, guys. Let's do it. Woohoo! Oh, wow. Yeah, I like that, too. I like seeing that, too. Uh, I do need to read the comics to understand some of these the figures that are coming out. I feel so far behind. I'll tell you one thing. The comics are really fast. They're, they're comics. They're not going to take you forever. Like, uh, like, look at... Okay, so the Batman movie. So, you know, Batman... The Christopher Nolan Batman movie, the first one. Oh, yes. It's like a two-and-a-half-hour-long movie. But to read the comic arc that was for that, it's like an hour and a half. Oh, no. So it's really short. <laughs> like, oh, hey, cool, I'm done. And then you watch the movie, like, that's a lot more patty than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so comics go by really quickly. Uh, so you can, you can, you can turn through some comics really quick. So just pay attention. If you're going to, when you read them, pay attention to what's happening on the page because even the speech bubbles are there, but there's still action within it. So just take a second, read uh, it. Yes. Enjoy yourself. Because the comics are really, really fantastic. And they do a great job shoving off the, the powers of each individual ranger and how each individual ranger acts towards and they, they give so much character development to Zach, Trini, Jason. Uh, Billy gets a lot more character development, too. Kimberly is no longer just a valley girl. Like She got some character development, but she's still a valley girl. But, man, she becomes a badass. So there's there's the uh, Ranger Pink series, which was okay. freaking cool. Holy shit. Uh, you get to see... I, oh, okay. So Ranger Pink series has this really cool moment where... They're able to use a sort of light to transfer her powers to four of the people to get them in a, because they had a situation where they needed more rangers. The other rangers were off, off planet. So they're like, we can't send you the rangers. But Kimberly's still there with her pink power coin. Oh, she has a team and like Zordon's like, well, we have your old pink power coin. We can let you ha- like borrow it. We can recharge it. You can you know use it again. And so they do that. They like, she gets the powers, and then she splits up her power to five uh, for the people. So there's a whole team that are very similar to the ranger team, but they all have pink stripes on them. Like, like the the diamond in the middle has a pink outline to it. They look really cool. I'm not gonna spoil anything for this, but that's kind of how they get the ranger suits and everything for it. And it looks really cool. And Kevin's a badass. <laughs> Like, that's all I can say. Kevin is a badass, total badass during this because she is so freaking cool. And it, and it makes Ranger Slayer seem so much more possible when you see her be a badass in Ranger Series Pink. Like, the Pink series. You're, like, oh, wow. you're, you're sitting there, like, reading through, like, the, the comics. Like, oh, Ranger, Saint, Ranger Slayer. I don't really, like, I could kind of see it, but kind of not. Seems like a really different kind of Kimberly. Then you read Series Pink, you're like, Oh, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that could totally happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a badass. Mm-hmm. She reminds me well, of, uh, 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 Jenny? Jenny, uh, the pink Power Ranger from Time Force, who's a total badass. Oh, yeah, her? Oh, yeah, man, definitely. She, <laughs> she's like, I'm in control of the situation. You're like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, you are. <laughs> so, but, I mean, oh, overall, like, you think the crossovers was, like, a good idea? The crossroads is a great idea. I think Especially, they're going to sell a lot of figures because crossroads do very well 
And uh, what I've heard is they sold out like almost instantly. Oh yes, on on Hasbro Pulse, I believe they sold out like like within an, a couple hours of the TMNT figures oh. as daily releases too. Like as as they went day by day, they sold out day by day off of Hasbro Pulse. Dang. Because I but, know, I remember when Draken got announced, like the Lord Draken version or Evo version Evolution Three, that yeah. got that got sold out within thirty minutes. That was gone. Wow, that same thing gone. with the Tyranno Century Knight too. Yep, that's another crossover too. That one was gone instantly. Oh, instantly so bad. Wow, I love the Coinless Universe. I, I don't love it. I enjoy the suits from the Coinless Universe. I think they are really really cool. The sentry uh, suits and stuff. The sentry suits are fantastic because you got you got the blue uh, you got the blue samurai sentry. You got a uh, gold dino charge sentry. You have white uh, white jungle fury sentry, yellow sentry, pink sentry who's a sniper. That's cool. Red sentry, black sentry who are foot soldiers who are like SWAT. They're like SWAT teams, and they oh my god. I think the the Coinless universe with Draken is just terrifying because the Rangers are the Rangers suits are split up two different people and they're slightly more overpowered and oh slightly terrifying. Love it. Love I love the designs on those two. They're pretty cool. They are just yes. <laughs> well, um as you are aware these uh these crossovers are are pretty good. They sell, uh, as you saw, Hasbro Hasbro uh, sold really well on the TMT Lightning Collection crossover. Um, I think we can stop here for today on this episode, and we can either uh, continue on to an, an, uh, an episode later on down the line where we cover um, more seasons of these crossovers. I don't know what do you think. It's crossovers are great ideas uh, when they're handled correctly. When they're, when they're handled well, they're fantastic. And if we continue this conversation about crossovers, we'll dig a little bit into more worse crossovers that are out there because they are there's some uh, there's some questionable crossovers later down the road that are either a just toy sells or horribly handled, <laughs> very badly handled. Maybe by then I'll I'll have some comics under my belt uh, that I've read. Oh, please do so, because the yeah. comics are fantastic. You will love them. They are really, they're, they're handled very well. They are, they take a lot of time to go through the continuity and make sure the continuity makes sense and the history is pulled correctly. Yeah, that's what I want to, uh, I'm a little excited about is seeing the history off the off the screen, like in the books. I want to see how things become uh, become of. Yeah, and uh, I'll let you borrow the comics if you can't find them. <laughs> Just let me know. All right, I, I got you. Um, and I guess, like, to sign off on this one, if you like what you hear and you want to keep up to date with our podcast and our Morphing Grid memoirs, uh, feel free to follow us at zero2hero.com. Or if you'd like to follow my, our Facebook page, we have a uh, facebook.com forward slash zero, the number two hero. And uh, definitely send us a message if you'd like to get on the podcast and uh, speak your opinion and let us hear your thoughts about what you grew up with and what you like. And we can uh, we can always sit down and chit-chat about that. And I want to thank Jim again for 
hopping on another episode here with uh, him and his headset radio company that does the editing and producing of our show, getting our name out there. Uh, any last words, Jim? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got a couple last words. Uh, if you find my body, do not call the police. <laughs> now, <laughs> I, I do have a couple, do have a couple <laughs> last words. Um, one of the big ones is if you have read the comics yet and you have a chance to read them, I highly recommend them. The, uh, there's a great YouTuber called The Comic Historian who handles, who goes through a lot of the uh, year one, year two comics from Power Rangers or Mighty Morphin. They don't, I, I don't see the hand touch Gogo at all, but Gogo is a great series as well. Uh, that's the one with the uh, the rocket boots, by the way. And oh wow! Okay. Read the comics, enjoy the stuff you enjoy. Have a nice afternoon. If you have any questions about our company, you can head on over to headsetradio.com or you can contact me directly at jim at headsetradio.com. Uh, if, you, if you want some help getting yourself off the ground and your own content you want to get working with, because that's what we do. We handle the new people coming on and want to do their own stuff and just don't know how to. We do that. We, we get you figured out and get you going and... My, uh, my partner in crime is fantastic about figuring out what you want to do, and I'm good about getting it going. As, uh, as a testament, that is true. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash headset radio. Uh, we are, we're linked up, I think, with the Zeo to Hero uh, Facebook. And uh, if you head on over to our website, headsetradio.com, you can see what other projects we're working on and other podcasts we're working on as well. And uh, if you just even have some questions about how to get started, let us know. We can, I can answer some questions, or me and my partner can we handle some questions and kind of point you in the right direction. Just like the power um, suits. Boom! Yeah. Pulled the bat together. All right, and uh, thanks again for joining a, another episode. See ya. And I want to welcome back the one and only my brother Jim also the owner of Headset Radio who also uh who as well edits and puts my name out there uh well how you doing Jim how was your day 